FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. You're tuned in to the Believe in FCS football podcast. I am your host, Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate and current good friend, Sean Anderson, also former roommate, if anybody's wondering. Today's episode on the FCS Football Podcast, your go-to source for FCS football content. We have some news to react to regarding the Senior Bowl. Currently, FCS guys killing it with the invites. Additionally, another FCS player in the NFL killing it, having a big, big week. Lastly, we're going to wrap things up with FC Estimates. Before we get into that, though, folks, Sean, do you have a uh, wonderful message for our sponsors? From our sponsors also, for our listeners, sorry. I would also like to assert the fact that you calling me a current good friend implies that at one point I was a, <laughs> uh, a former I bad friend. I don't know why I said that, but you have to <laughs> you have to admit, I mean, that both of us at one point were bad friends to each other. So, I mean, we're not perfect people. We're both idiots. Uh, yes, I, I will concede to that notion. <laughs> well, Joe, the NFL, NFL season is in full swing, as you can tell if you follow either of us on Twitter. College football is in full swing. Sports are going on. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Joe and I are watching every single game, getting mad at it, uh, wishing at least we threw some money down on it. Uh, unfortunately, Joe is broke and I don't have any guts. I'm sure you are in neither of those camps. So bet up. From game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. There's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take care of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sean, I really can't wait to hear who did better on the Get to the Point betting segment. Folks, if you want to go listen to that, that is going to be very interesting this week because I know for a fact betting on all those teams to cover my horrible strategy. There were a lot of teams that shouldn't have covered that covered. So well, let's see how that, that turns out. Sean, uh, you were very adamant when talking to me this week after watching, actually this was last night, after watching New Orleans completely stomp former New England Patriot quarterback Tom Brady on Sunday night football, you texted me and you said, Adam Troutman just scored a touchdown. We need to bring yep. him up. We need to talk about him. Hell, we should be doing an FCS spotlight every week. Somebody who who had a good game. So you know what, Sean? I like that idea. It's a good idea. If somebody does something notable, it's the first good idea you brought to the table for this show. Um, <laughs> if someone does something notable, Adam Troutman, Adam Troutman is the guy this week. A guy who came on the FCS spotlight was a fantastic interview. We spoke to him last week. I think November he came out. That episode came out. An acquaintance out of the show. An acquaintance, not a close friend. He's not on the Bailey Zappy level. Not a close personal level. friend. Yep. No, not on the Zappy do, level. No. Do you think he, Bailey Zappy knows we talk about him this much? I don't know. I, I hope not. I think he'd be very uncomfortable if he knew we did. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we're as charming as the part in my take, gentlemen. So they might be a little more off put. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh, definitely the case. But Adam Troutman, mm. three catches for 39 yards. 
Big performance, also a touchdown. That The yardage number is not a big performance, but that touchdown really cemented a good game for him. He's been a little bit behind in terms of getting touches because of Jared Cook. That doesn't surprise me. I think that their usage has been primarily a little bit more blocking-oriented, but now he's starting to get some additional touches. I think maybe not this year, but next year, he seems like a guy that is going to get an increase in, in, in looks to get the ball. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Patriots fans on my Twitter timeline upset this morning and last night that they did not draft Adam Troutman. So that means even though he scored, it was a primetime game. You scored a primetime game, your name gets called, family's happy, and everybody else is mad because they wish that you they had you. Uh, stock's up after this going into next week. Next week, who knows what will happen, but right now Troutman's stock is up, and that's why we have to mention him. I mean, he made a big play in a big-time game, and that continues then maybe uh he'll start getting some more recognition more notoriety start getting more involved in the game plan and so on and so forth and there he is a big star from the fcs representing dayton and making us all feel good because we had him on our show that, that's what I, I that's how i see the the pathway uh to our linkage to adam troutman right and he, he didn't have a jeremy chin type of an impact like when we brought him up but i mean hopefully we could bring up some more guys we've already talked about james robinson a little bit i'm sure well, he actually he rushed for, I think, 99 yards and a touchdown this past week. I think he broke uh, a, a rookie record through eight weeks really uh, for, for rush or rushing yards and or scrimmage yards uh, for a rookie running back. Yeah, well, might have been Dalvin Cooks, might have been Leonard Fournette's, one of the two. I'm going to look that up because... Please do. He's breaking. He broke a record uh, for a rookie. Yeah, because like, why, why? that's fantastic. So we're bringing up we're bringing up Adam Troutman, who doesn't even clear forty receiving yards. But we're just, we, you know, you're, you're going to bring up to me now that James Robinson. You brought up James Robinson. You know what I call that, Joe? What due diligence? He broke. Well, but you knew you had this information and you failed to, to bring it to light. I, I, James I, Robinson has surpassed running back Philip Lindsay for the most scrimmage uh, yards by an undrafted rookie through the uh, first nine weeks of the NFL season. So, all right, well, inadvertently, as you can tell, we're very organized people here uh, on the FCS Football Podcast. That's what we call due diligence and a follow-up. Uh, yes, yes. Um, thank you, Sean, Sean, for that. Uh, James Robinson. <laughs> making his way into the spotlight, even though we didn't intend to, for breaking a record. He continues to be a shining piece for the FCS, for Jacksonville State, or sorry, for um, Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and also for Illinois State. Sean, before I transition to talking about these FCS guys that were invited to the Senior Bowl, we have to bring up... The one type of upset that, that we, we didn't want. So we, mm -hmm. we're, we're always, we've always been talking up about how we want more FCS, FBS upsets. And Abilene Christian decided to go out there this week and fumble the bag against a team that they probably could have blown out. So they lost 34-21 to 21 to a lower division team. You just hate to see that, right? Well, Joe, I picked that. I picked that score and outcome in FC estimates, right? You didn't. You didn't pick Angelo State to win. No, oh, darn. Well, so that's a complete net loss for everybody. Yeah, you weren't even close to the score prediction either. That was a that stinks. That stinks, and we're open to all levels of of football. We have played with players and have friends that have played on every level. Uh, and it's uh, it, you realize that everybody's just about the same, uh, but there is also still a um, 
what's the word? A, an idea that getting beat by a team of a, of a lower division is a bad thing. Whereas in reality, you just got beat that day. You got beat by a team that wanted it more, that was outcoached and was hungrier for the win. Maybe Abilene Christian was tired. Maybe they uh, had a bad bus ride or something like that. Who knows? I think it was at home. Oh, it probably was. You can't do that at home. Mm -mm. You can do that away. You can't do that at home. Nope. Nope. That is to lose to a lower division opponent. Uh, And Abilene Christian has now put themselves in a negative light. Not making it's demoralizing. Yeah, it's it's very demoralizing. It's demoralizing for us too, as as former FCS players and also people who cover the FCS and try to talk about talk them up and say that like there's programs out there that can compete with these FBS teams, and then you have Abilene Christian not even being able to compete with lower division teams. You know what I say? We cover the other 128 schools and just leave ACU out. Give them a little break. ACU, you are on probation right now. Yeah, you get uh, let's give them let's give them like a two week and then we check back in. I like that. All right, uh, that's not fun. Well, they've got another okay. uh, lower division matchup this week, so we can. I will not be picking it. Oh, I, oh yeah. I don't even. I, yeah. I'm not even acknowledging that they're there. <laughs> um, so Sean, we had two guys this this week get recognized and invited to the Senior Bowl, which is the pinnacle of all star games for seniors. Now, this is obviously a quasi season not going the way that we expect. The Shrine game got canceled. Mm. To have these two guys invited is huge, and they're not the only two players. Dylan Radons, Spencer Brown have already been invited, but now Kay Johnson, wide receiver from South Dakota State, and Christian Uphoff, safety from ISU. Kay Johnson has over 2,000 receiving yards, 2,872 yards, um, 162 receptions, 28 touchdowns. Uphoff, on the other hand, 94 tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, three interceptions, 16 passes defense. Sean, what are your thoughts on on these two guys getting invited? Well, as uh, negative of light that it was seeing uh, ACU lose to a D2 school, uh, they, these two players are shining a fantastic light on the FCS by getting invited to the Senior Bowl. It's a big deal. No one's going to say it isn't. Every single scout from every single team is there every single year. And you get to be put on that stage and put on a show for them and get your name out there. Uh, We had FCS players, a a lot of them, uh, at the Senior Bowl last year, which was a, a very good thing for the FCS. And both of these guys are also someone that we could stand on the table for and say, yeah, I can see them being deserving of a senior bowl invite. None. I don't think either of us are saying pick them first overall. No, we're saying get them some exposure. And on that level, uh, from this stage at the senior bowl, that's all we can ask for. Let them go out there, produce, do their thing, prove people wrong, prove people right. That That's what we're looking for. And that's what I think about the, uh, the path of FCS players going and getting invited to a senior bowl or the combine or the shrine bowl or any of these bowls where you have the opportunity to, to, Put yourself out there and represent your school, uh, your team, your division, all of it, yourself. It's it's just an overwhelmingly good thing. And eventually, there's going to be something that is that becomes not so good that comes out of it. But at, at the uh, at the time right now, it's just a really good thing. Uh, I'm happy for Uphoff. I'm happy for Johnson. They're both great players. We have had them on every list uh, in this preseason when we were going through our, our player previews and recaps, all of that. Uh, they were... Uh, Definitely on the uh, in the top of it. Yeah, this is huge, and we've seen already a huge impact on these guys 
previously that have been invited to the Senior Bowl. Carson Wentz was a Senior Bowl invite. Troutman, Jeremy Chin were Senior Bowl invites. So to now have these two guys be invited into the mix of all the other guys, that is just huge, again, for exposure to see them on this level playing and participating and not having a season to be able to go out there and prove themselves what they've been able to do and develop, that there's already still an interest from NFL teams based on what they did previously. They don't need that senior year to prove themselves even further. They've already, you know, the hay's in the barn. They've already proven that they're NFL quality prospects. So now Kay Johnson, Christian Uphoff, they're going to get that opportunity to showcase their skills. Some of these other guys who needed a little bit more time, they're going to be on the fringe. They're going to need to wait until after this spring season, maybe a couple weeks in before they declare. But, Sean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if this is not the end of it. I think there should be um, maybe another two guys invited. I think Drew Himmelman should be in the conversation. Um, yep. There's some you know varying talented players that maybe if they get a um, – get a little bit more look, a better look over, they could get that invite. I can see Winningham sneaking his way in. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, I could see something like that. Um, I mean, he's a guy I think that would easily be an East-West Shrine game invite, but because there's no game this year, that obviously complicates things for him. Sean, let's hit on our one fat stat that we have from the week. As you can tell, folks, not a lot of game breakdown this week because there were only three games, so not a lot of guys that we could really pick from that had big performances. But Jacorian Turner still stepped up to the plate. Stephen F. Austin running back. Sean, his stat line, 21 carries, 200 Ooh. yards. Ooh, 208 yards. That's fat. 208 yards. You, you eclipse 150 yards on fat stats rushing. You're going to be considered for the fat stat of the week. You get over 200 yards rushing. It's almost a guarantee. That is, that's fat. 200 is, is that's, that's basically winning the Masters. You're invited back next year and you're invited back for life. Uh, Jacorian Turner, welcome to the club. Uh, we hope to see you here again. All right. Well, now time for the time of reckoning. Time to update the listeners on how. FC Estimates is going, the segment where we pick outcomes of FCS football games. So we're going to run through these performances this past week. So Sean made an egregious error. We were tied coming into this week. Sean made an egregious error to pick Eastern Kentucky. Well, guess what, folks? Stephen F. Austin got the victory. I get the point for that. Sean gets nothing for that pick. North Alabama, Southern Mississippi. We both pick Southern Miss. We both get a point. And then both of us stupidly picked Abilene Christian to beat Angelo State. That obviously didn't happen. Now the standings sit 39-38. to 38. Is this just going to keep happening, Sean? Am I just going to keep taking the lead? Maybe you, you get it closer. I felt good. You know what? No, no. I felt good about EKU. I had a feeling, and I liked it, and I picked EKU, and they let me down. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, well, I'll come storming back. Yeah, no, you're not. Uh, let's get into this week's games. West Carolina, Liberty, who you pick? I'll take Liberty by a score of 40-6. to six. I've, I thoroughly enjoyed their uh, their win over Virginia Tech this past weekend. I did watch that, the, the last quarter of it. Uh, yeah, and they're a, good, they're a talented program, former FCS program. Hugh Freeze is their current head coach. He has rallied that program 
to being a ranked team right now. I believe they're undefeated too, which is just tremendous. So I'm going to go 45 to 10 in favor of Liberty. Sorry, West Carolina. You are running into a buzzsaw. Sean, you are now up to pick the outcome for Gardner-Webb, UNC Charlotte. Where do you stand? I'm taking uh, UNC Charlotte by a score of 21 to 3. I'm also going to go with Charlotte by a score of 28 to 10. Now we have the dreaded lower division game versus an FCS opponent. This is the first one. Pittsburgh State versus Stephen F. Austin. The um, This is the uh, alma mater of John Brown on the Buffalo Bills. But what are you picking for your score, Sean? I'm going with Stephen F. Uh, Stephen F. Austin by a score of 35 to 13. The listeners just heard me try to combine the letter F with the word five. <laughs> so if you're wondering what happened there, that that's what it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Stephen F. Austin, 48 to 10. Open up the floodgates for them. Eastern Kentucky, Central Arkansas again. Again. Sean, what do you have for this game? What do you think the outcome is going to be? I'm taking UCA by a score of 31 to 30. I am going to go with UCA. This is going to be go a ahead. barn burner. I don't know about that. 33 to 24 in favor of UCA. Now to wrap us up with the dreaded team that we don't want to pick for, Abilene Christian is playing Arizona Christian. Real original name there by Arizona Christian. Where, who are you picking? There's no way it happens twice. And I know that I, I shunned ACU, and I will continue to do so. But for the sake of making a pick and storming back, oh, I just saw your pick. <laughs> for the show, I will pick Abilene Christian to come out Angie, and I got them winning. I don't know what do we want here. What do we want here? Seventeen. Two six. Yeah, I think if Abilene Christian is going to win this game, it's going to be by a stupid score. So thirteen to ten uh, to twelve. Sorry, in favor of ACU. I really don't think it happens <laughs> twice. I think this game is going to be way closer than it needs to be. I'm picking that twelve number, so I have a little bit of leeway depending on um, how many points are scored by either team. I, I don't think ACU scores uh, scores that many this game. They're gonna they're gonna be conservative. They're just gonna try and try and stay in the game the whole time. Try not to win. Uh, is what I'm getting from that. Sean, you got any closing thoughts for us? Because that's all we have for our listeners today. Any closing thoughts? No. Uh, I, you, I, I've i got a, a lot off my chest, this show. I'm glad I left it all out there tonight on the, on the, um, on the good old audition track. So that's what you got from me. First 18 minutes. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a wonderful closing thought for you there, Sean. <laughs> Folks, thanks for tuning in for today's episode of the FCS football podcast. Thank you for bearing with us through this confusing ass season of three games on some weeks and then eight the others. Um, hope you enjoyed listening and tuning in this episode. Follow us on social media at Jody Leone at Sanderson radio. Additionally, go uh, follow believe podcasts at B L E A V podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you may be listening to us and you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a wonderful rest of your day.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.